It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Bill Hemmer. This is Hemmer Time. Alex Azar, thank you for your time today, and good afternoon. It's great to be with you and your listeners, Bill. Thanks for having me. You have had one busy year with this pandemic. By the way, so our listeners are aware, we are doing this interview on Thursday afternoon. And I I mention that because so many things can change. We had big news from Pfizer earlier in the week. Uh, Overnight, Moderna apparently is about to announce, perhaps within days or weeks, that it too is on the right road. What have these companies accomplished, Mr. Secretary? Well, Bill, you said we've had quite a year, but I'll tell you, we've had quite a week. Uh, This has been Operation Warp Speed Week. We're seeing the fruits of what the president funded and supported and I put together earlier this year to bring safe vaccines and therapeutics to the American people. You mentioned it. Pfizer on Monday discloses data showing that that they have what could be one of the most effective vaccines. Uh, in in, in the history of vaccines, 90% plus effective vaccine. Uh, We authorize Eli Lilly's monoclonal antibody to to treat people who are at risk of hospitalization to to help keep them out of the hospital. Uh, We get that announcement from Moderna that they've crossed one of the key thresholds for data and they're going to be analyzing that data soon to see if their vaccine proves effective as Pfizer's did. And then just just today, Thursday, uh, we are announcing a new partner with America's great pharmacy chains and and retailers to make sure that they're going to be our partners in getting people vaccinated with the COVID vaccine. You know, 90% of Americans live within five miles of a pharmacy and pharmacists are some of the most trusted people in healthcare. And we, so many of us, myself included, go to pharmacies to get our vaccinations. And this is going to enable your your neighborhood pharmacist to be a partner in the vaccine program for you. Well, it's it's amazing. Amazing stuff. Pfizer, 90 percent effective. That's very high. I think the flu shots, 30 to 60 percent. So we're even above that. Uh, Moderna, based on the reports and rumors, is right around 90 percent also. Can you confirm any of that today with Moderna? I, 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 no, I can't on Moderna. So the Pfizer data is public. In terms of Moderna, we do not have the data. And to my knowledge, Moderna itself has not even seen its data. What they know is that they've had a, a, a certain number of events. That means that in their trial, which has over 30,000 people and at a huge trial, um, a certain number of people that were pre-specified have coronavirus. At that point, the independent data safety and monitoring board looks at those cases and says, how many of those people got the vaccine that got COVID? How many got placebo? That's where those numbers like for Pfizer, 90% effective come from, is that split between those with vaccine and placebo. But to my knowledge, Moderna remains blinded to that information at this point until the monitoring board takes a look at it. So okay, so I, I, I wouldn't put any stock in rumors at this point. So you and I have been talking about this going back to February. I, I'm seeing light in the tunnel. And I'm wondering if COVID is nearing an end. Well, we're, the, 
president's laying the foundation for us to get out of it. Uh, it's not going to happen tomorrow, but the foundation is there thanks to the therapeutics that we've gotten, remdesivir, steroids, convalescent plasma, now monoclonal antibodies to treat people. You know, people are getting better faster and better. So, for instance, in April, if you were a- over age 70 and you got coronavirus, you had a, you, um, you had, um, a 30% chance of, uh, uh, of, of dying. That now has decreased uh, by almost uh, almost 70% since April to today. Uh, we're getting better at treating people, and now we have we're going to have vaccines, just as we talked about. And in historic time, imagine this: it's 10 months since this virus came to our shores, and we're delivering safe, effective vaccines now through through our clinical trial results. But what's important, Bill, is that yes, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. But now more than ever, we need the American people to cooperate, to bridge to that by washing your hands, watch your distance, wear your face coverings when you can't watch your distance, and be really careful about any types of indoor gatherings, whether it's indoor restaurants, indoor bars, uh, or household gatherings, because we've got this incredibly bright future ahead of us, and we want everyone to go on that journey with us. All right, us so the three, the, the three W's, wash and watch, uh, I, I hear you. Uh, we're not out of it yet. Historic speed for a vaccine, we can all agree on that. What do you think that tells us about the virus, about how lethal or how resistant or how lack of resistance this virus actually has? Well, one of the fortunate aspects of this terrible virus is that um, it's what we call druggable uh, from, in the drug industry. You can develop therapeutics against it and you can actually develop vaccines against it. So unlike, say, um, HIV AIDS, which your body doesn't have a natural ability to fight off and build antibodies to resist and conquer HIV AIDS, we have learned that the human body does have the ability to conquer this. What we're providing are the tools to jumpstart that response through therapeutics and then through vaccines to preempt and basically create that artificial response uh, to help you so that you either don't get the virus or if you get it, you will moderate the symptoms and, uh, and impact on you from that. Well, you're listening to Hemmer Time. I'm Bill Hemmer. More in just a moment with the Secretary of Health and Human Services. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table to Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Back with Alex Azar. Mr. Secretary, three more questions for you. Big picture, what does this mean? Some could get the vaccine within a month, if I read this correctly. Uh, If the study holds, when in 2021 would everyone get it? So, of course, everything is dependent on Pfizer putting in its application to get emergency authorization for their vaccine. So that's number one. Number two, it's also dependent on the FDA making an independent determination that the vaccine meets its standards under the law in science and data to be authorized for emergency use. So assuming those happen, uh, we, because of Operation Warp Speed, uh, we, have a, we have contract for 20 million doses of Pfizer's vaccine by the end of this month and another 20 million in December. Uh, and then, of course, with Moderna, we hope, we hope that they have positive data and that they would be on a similar track. We're all, we are already manufacturing Moderna's vaccine to be ready as part of Warp Speed. 
We have said that we believe by the end of December we would have had enough vaccine approved by the FDA to vaccinate America's most vulnerable people, by the end of January to vaccinate all of our senior citizens as well as our first responders and healthcare workers, and then by the end of March to early April, enough vaccine across all of the manufacturers that we've worked with to, be, to have vaccine available for any American who wishes to be vaccinated. And that's on a rolling basis, of course, Bill. Mm-hmm. We're, we're running all six of, of our manufacturers. We are running at commercial-scale manufacturing now to produce. Um, and so as it becomes available and approved by FDA and released, we'll be vaccinating more and more people. It's not like there's just a day in time of that. Sure. That's a four- to six-month time. Timeline based on how you describe that. Pfizer had a 60-day trial, as I understand it. It's it's November 12th. The news came out this past Monday, as I mentioned. When would Pfizer have known that it was this effective? Uh, So I believe from Pfizer's public statements, which, again, they're a public company, so we have to take at face value what they say. There's important legal obligations for uh, accuracy in their statements that that they learned. I believe I saw that their CEO was briefed as of 2 p.m. on Sunday uh, on that data. Uh, and then they released that within 24 hours the next morning to, to, the, to the general public with that. So uh, got that information out there, and, uh, and, to the F- and, and we'll work with the FDA on submitting their application. Yeah, Operation Warp Speed, you were at the heart of this. You broke down regulations. Uh, you committed for the government to pay for production and distribution. Pfizer is one of the companies that says, uh, we're independent of Operation Warp Speed, but they will not be when it comes to production and distribution, based on my understanding. Can, well, can, no, can, can these companies do this without your operation? Explain that. Uh, no, nor did they. Um, the Pfizer spokesman made a misstatement, and they corrected it later in the day on Monday. They, they are and have been part of Operation Warp Speed in July. We signed a contract for $2 billion to produce 100 million doses of FDA-authorized vaccine and an option for an additional 500 million more with the provisions that I just mentioned to you about delivery timelines in them. Uh, that created a guaranteed market for Pfizer so that they would be willing to, to invest in this massive 44,000 person clinical trial and also so that they would begin commercial scale manufacturing of the product so that they wouldn't be at risk that they would have all that manufactured and perhaps we or someone else would not decide to buy it. So they were intimately connected to Operation Warp Speed and the financial incentives that we created. In addition, we assisted them with getting their raw ingredients to be able to manufacture. And we are providing the syringes, the needles, the wipes, um, as well as the dry ice for the final mile to, to help with the distri- to make the distribution work on Pfizer's vaccine. So, so essentially, that, 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 that's not a true statement, then, as you clarify here, because the government gave Pfizer the financial incentive to go for it. Correct. That's exactly, that's exactly right. We de-risked their investment in R&D as well as in manufacturing. And I think they corrected that by the end of the day on Monday. I don't know why they said that, but I think yeah. it got corrected by the end of the day. What are we missing here? Or what do you think you've learned throughout this period? Well, Well, first, on Operation Warp Speed, whenever I conceived of it and pulled together with the Defense Department and across the whole of government to build Operation Warp Speed, uh, really what was it was so critical to get that partnership with the Defense Department. They have just been wonderful. The logistics, operations, procurement capabilities married up with our scientific and technical expertise here at HHS. 
I think that's a learning for the future. The second thing has been the power of public-private partnerships. The public sector doesn't do this alone. Whether it is uh, getting a man on the moon and safely returning him in the Apollo project or the Manhattan Project back in World War II. These were all public-private partnerships, leveraging America's unbelievable private sector scientific expertise. And so it's America's great biopharmaceutical companies, but with the financial incentives and partnership that we can provide that makes these historic advances possible. The, mm-hmm. pri- the, the public sector just cannot do these things by itself. It's amazing. I'm going to let you go. I know you've got a lot of things to do. Can you just answer one last question for us? Where do we rate on our progress relative to Russia or any of the European countries or even China on this? So, to my knowledge, we are the first nation on Earth that has phase three confirmatory data to support the approval of a safe and effective vaccine. And we're the first nation on Earth uh, with an authorized monoclonal antibody to treat individuals who suffer from coronavirus. Now, some of these other countries you mentioned slapped an approved label on vaccines before they had any phase three clinical trial data at all. They approved them and then said, well, now let's gather data to see if they're safe and effective. That's a very different proposition that the American people wouldn't put up with with the FDA's gold standard of approval. Mr. Secretary, thank you for your time and Godspeed to you and everybody working on this. Thank you very much, Bill. The Secretary of Health and Human Services on the latest breakthrough on COVID. I'm Bill Hemmer. This is Hemmer Time. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.